It's Sports Arena and Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into World of Extreme as we look at ECW Hardcore TV from Episode 1 all the way to 401, every pay-per-view special and ECW on TNN in between. I've got myself, Paul, I'm joined as always by Jay. How are we doing, Jay? We're doing all right. It's uh, Extreme Rules has just happened in the real world, in, in, in the, the, the current timeline. Um, so we've just seen... That the, the, the tribe of the extreme live on um, have now officially affected the, the business for far longer than they were in the business. Well, the tribe of the extreme are, are really still living on in um, impact. Impact, yeah. Bound, bound for glory, Bully Ray winning the something something battle royal, and then having a little moment with Rhino and Dreamer and teaming up with Dreamer. And I don't know if that's happened or that was tapings, but yeah, so. Extreme are still extreme, and Raven obviously in the Hall of Fame. And uh, did you? Uh, well, no, I know you did because I'm sure I saw it on the Extreme Rewind Instagram <laughs> at underscore Sports Arena on Instagram. Um, uh, yeah, you know the, the 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 speech from Tommy and from Raven were were fantastic. Tommy's I thought was very very good. Um, oh, Tommy's actually really. Really funny when he was basically talking about. They said, "Oh, Tommy, Hall of Fame's coming up. Um, what are you doing for it?" And he goes, "Oh my God, all the years, all the suffering. It's such a big moment." And they said, "Oh, do you want to introduce Raven?" And he's like, "Raven." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even on Hall of Fame ceremonies, I'm doing the job to Raven. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking... brilliant. Yeah, I want to see. I want to find. Um, I just don't want to get the impact thing, but I'd love to see the whole speech somewhere. I got to hunt it down. It must be somewhere. Yeah, it'll be somewhere because I want to see Ravens. Um, I think it's got the old um, UBGB or something, so we'll find it. But, um, yeah, no, it looked, it looked like a good a good laugh, so find that. But obviously, yeah, Buddy Ray. I know, cause I know he's been doing bits with um, NWA, mm. but obviously it's good to see him pop up in Impact because obviously singles, that was the easily the best run he's Absolutely, it was the, the, the birth of Bully Ray. So it might give a bit of freedom to do some bits and hopefully raise some of the things and get some more eyes on there because their product's pretty um, pretty decent, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, I know we were talking about it prior to the show, but, you know, the Bound for Glory card was actually uh, pretty solid. So, um, you know, good to see them doing bits. Yeah, but anyway, that's, that's in 25 years' time. That's why I'm about that now. Um, 22 years' time. Oh, for a guess, I'm quite proud of what I said. <laughs> um, you know, it's actually easy math because I keep forgetting we're in 2000. Because we are in, in 2000. July 2000? August. August 2000. Oh, it all blurs. Pow. I feel like I'm equalised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was 30 days out. You were three years out. <laughs> Small wins. Um, Yeah, this week we're looking at episode 50 of ECW and CNN, which is the 4th of August 2000, episode 380 of Hardcore TV, which I imagine would be the 5th of August uh, 2000. I think Um, your maths there is correct. Yeah, we're back up to speed. Interesting (laughs) weeks, a whole lot of nothing going on, but obviously we'll get to it the best that we can. We'll kick it off like they do, the ECW TNN on the Friday, like we said, episode 50. 50 feels like it's come around really fast. I don't know. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. It feels like only a little while ago that we were, um, uh, you know, watching the debut show on ECW on TNN and the optimism that was, was attached to it. Um, it's the thing, and, you think, obviously, and, Dudley saying goodbye and Raven debuting and now Raven's gone again. And, yeah. and um, we know we've only got nine episodes left of ECW on TNN. <clears throat> Which is crazy in itself. Um, this show kicks Off off. Yeah, this this show kicks off like it does most weeks with um, a Rhino match mid match. I mean, it's not even mid match. It's it's we come back to, to Nova versus Rhino. Nova's in the pin. It's like, and we join this match and one and two and oh, he kicks out. Um, and then he does a flippy floppy and then you know positions himself lovely to be gored through the table. I mean, my my main thing this week is that I get maybe a bit more on like hardcore TV. I can touch on it now because it's covered on both things. Things like Kid Cash, RBD appears on both shows. Obviously, this appears. And there's there's a few other bits. And I'm kind of sitting there thinking, how many like what could be like decent feuds are you just giving away just to the fucking sake of it? Yeah. And how many random pairings are you putting in which we'll get to in just a minute like i know obviously like nova rhino isn't necessarily going to be a pay-per-view marquee match but it could still be a tv main event full match i mean nova's got enough about him that you could have intrigue you know and like i said obviously we'll get to cash rvd but the fuck is that not like a pay-per-view match somewhere and just say look get out there and do something yeah but, yeah. Um, yeah, so that happens. Obviously, Rhino picks up the win fairly easy. We get the normal intro with uh, Joe well, and Joey. To be fair, we assume it's fairly intri- fairly easily because in the 30 seconds of footage we saw, True. 28 seconds of it was Rhino beating up Nova. The other 15 minutes of the match could have been Nova all over him. Nova was shot it, defeat, it's, human. It's, it's not, we know, but... It might have been. No, you're right, it's fair. From, from this, we know. Uh, so Joe Joey in the ring, Cyrus comes out and says he now has a wrestling license and is going to kick Joe Gertner's ass. Spike's music comes out. Spike's probably my favourite of all the um, network dubs. I feel it's close enough. It's it's a good network dub, isn't it? It's a good network dub, yeah. I think, you know, you got, got to point them out. Um, comes out, tells Cyrus to shut up, and he also says that he's the booker for tonight. And his opponent is the Sandman. He's the matchmaker. Yes. The, he 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 describes himself as the matchmaker because Same Paulie thing. dangerously Paul Heyman can't get down there, so he's been asked to be the matchmaker for the evening. And it's it's Cyrus who's um, oh, so you're the booker, are you? You got the pen, have you? All right, all right, inside guy. Yeah, we know you work for wrestling. It's good. Um. I feel like I, I blacked out or something here because we come back from the break and <laughs> Sandman's beating up Rhino Incredible. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. what I missed. Uh, Rhino Incredible running out. <laughs> Cyrus is gone. Well, he's kind of collapsed on the floor. He's so kind of he in, a, in a heap under the bottom rope. So... We've got the Sandman's three and a half hour entrance. 
Yeah. We've then got, I mean, so my favourite part of, you know, Spike Dudley coming out and calling out the Sandman is the Sandman, they finally put a camera on the Sandman and as they do, the Sandman is going the opposite direction to the ring. He's going back up into the the, the beaches, bleachers to, to drink beer and stare at people. And you're kind of thinking, no wonder it takes you so long. You're not even heading in the right direction. Um, but yeah, so he's obviously got into the ring. He's obviously then had Cyrus mouth off at him. He's obviously then done a cane shot for Cyrus, at which point the the people who, when you think of the network, you know, the tag team that comes to mind, and when you think about Sandman, the tag team that comes to mind instantly is just incredible and Rhino, obviously. Of um, both run out. Um, on the same page completely because, you know, they are on the same page between the two of them. There's no, there's no tensions on it. There's no issues on it. Um, and yeah, we come back and he's being beaten up. Yeah, I mean, he was doing well until he wasn't. And, you know, and then he was, he was getting beaten up. And of all people, of course, Chili Willy came well, running out to save. I was going to say, so you've got Rhino, who's been feuding with Sandman, teasing with RVD. Um, you know, he's been involved in a huge amount of other stuff. Um, credible. You know, he's, he's just finished a feud with Tommy Dreamer. You know, one of the most hated men in the in in the the company because he's the champion. Yeah, casually um, the world champion. Yeah, anyone forgot? You know, has has had matches with Tajiri and uh, Doring and and everyone else recently. Um, so you know, who's it going to be who comes to the Sandman's aid? It's Chilly Willy. <laughs> Chilly Willy comes. Yeah, obviously continues his feud with Rhino, helps out and does bits and yeah. And they, they build him up as this this, you know, absolute you know, he's won God knows how many tough man competitions and you know, he's a he's a he's a real contender in this. And you're kinda of sitting there going, I don't know if you can get a tough man legit badass over with a name like Chilly Willy when he keeps stopping to dance. Yeah. Ah, oh, true, Willie. Does that happen? That's how we, the show kicked off. Can't wait for that to pay off later. <laughs> Guido versus Mikey Whipwreck. Um, these guys, like we said multiple times, are part of sort of the same sort of ones that get involved. Always, always have a solid um, match. Guido picks up the win, basically thanks to the numbers game and the FBI helping him. That's the main sort of story you get coming out of this. After the match, the FBI sort of attack Mikey again and Tajiri makes the save cleans house and we get a little embrace with a mega power handshake and then Joey Styles is like hey this is a really unholy alliance (laughs) I was just like yeah it's 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 yeah um they do sometimes just like you know shoehorn in it's just He's so bad. It's like sort of just incredible and large stuff. Hey, what are these players making an impact for? What's going on? <laughs> it's just all the time. It's... These three people are such a threat. <laughs> it's not their life. You know? I get it. It's great. But it's just like, come on. 
That's why half Tatum's ain't got names anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it it's kind of you know you you can't see Joey Styles on screen, but you know he's doing this huge wink to camera as he says it. Like, it's, like, it's oh, just... what a what an unholy alliance, wink. Look at these just, guys yeah. acting all Nova and Chattery. Wait, what? It's just I think that's what half the teams now just don't have names. What are these three men coming out all bald and stuff? Oh, this hairless trio. I think he actually did something like that when they debuted. And they all got no hair. <laughs> I, well, I think that's how he knew they were in a street gang because they all had the same haircut. <laughs> um, oh. So I, I I thought this was a really good match. Um, you know, I, 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 there were a couple of bits that were a little bit creaky. Like, um, uh, we had a point where Mikey Whipwreck does a, a top rope plancher onto uh, Guido and Mameluke. And because the timing's not quite right, Guido is standing there for about 30 seconds telling Mikey Whipwreck off as he prepares to jump over the top rope and just standing there underneath him waiting for it. Um, uh, similar spot with Big Sal, but Big Sal's waiting there because he's then just going to catch him and you know, manhandle him, which, which, you know, works for me. Um, my biggest gripe on this, on this recorded show, this recorded yeah. and edited show, is yeah. Tajiri runs in, makes the save, cleans house, attacking Big Sal. Big Sal picks him up for a chokeslam. Tajiri sprays the green mist. And the angle they've chosen to do this, so the angle before the spraying of the mist is the hard camera. You can see the ring. You've got the, the side shot of Big Sal lifting up the side shot of, of Tajiri. For the mist shot, they automatically switch to the camera by ringside, which is the back of Tajiri's head. Yeah. So the only reason you know that he's he's spat the mist is because Joey Styles tells you. It's only when they switch back to exactly the same shot again that you see the green on, on Big Sal's face. So it's not even as if it's, it's been botched and he's missed or whatever, which That's is why they thought. That's, that's the only way you could sort of explain it. If, he, if he'd sort of missed, and they no pun intended, and they were sort of just, <laughs> they, hey, what's this mist he's missed? Oh, he's um, missed. <laughs> Um, yeah, but yeah, if they'd done that, I thought uh, fair play, it would have made sense. But like I said, it, it looked like it was um, it connected perfectly fine. So I don't know what they're playing at again. I and and it's just this isn't a live show. Look at this revolutionary, so this not showing you stuff show. And this thing, you know, so if it was a live show, then you know, shit happens, you missed the shot. But I know you've got multiple cameras. Yeah. Because I can see you've got multiple cameras. I know you've got better angles because I can see you've got better angles. And in the actual edit, I mean, unless someone got up in front of the hard camera and walked straight in front of it at the time, um, you, you've chosen the shot where you can't see what's going on. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So yeah, we got we got an alliance, an holy alliance. Yes. Uh, 
Um, we kind of get a replay of what we've just seen. We then get sort of highlights of hardcore TV. <laughs> so, uh, when when um, when we're hearing uh, the breakdown of this insane and hellacious RVD and Kid Cash match, and they they take us beat through beat of like the near falls, and then how RVD wins. Yep. Were you also sitting there kind of going, well, that's 20 minutes of hardcore TV that I'm going to have to sit through knowing exactly what happens? Well, yeah. I mean, because you do, because you, you you know, you think it could be interviews, could be anything. So you think, oh, I've still got to like, obviously watch it. But uh, yeah, it's near on, apart from obviously don't have the cuts. Yeah, it's just... They, they just and this thing know, is... But why not just show some highlights and say on hardcore TV, why have you got to show the finish? Why have you got to show all of it? I don't get it. Just, just basically say, "Oh, hardcore TV." I mean, if it's if it's about not being able to advertise a show that's on another network, even though I think hardcore TV was on the Sunshine Network and and you know smaller markets, it wasn't anything the same as no, no Um I get that. You know, I'd understand that why you wouldn't mention a thing if it was. But you could still kind of tease the outcome. You didn't need to do it. If it's about trying to put it on um, ECW on TNN, then why not have the full match on ECW on TNN? Um, I just, I, I, I don't understand what purpose it solves. Here's 30 seconds of RVD, which we're then going to show you 20 minutes of the next night, but we're not going to tell you that. This is it. I mean, I, I, you know, I get it. Like, obviously, they want to sort of, you know, create a buzz for TNN, but you can tell they're clearly not in a good place behind the scenes. They know Raw's coming. I know TV might not have the thing, but just don't have it as a hardcore TV match then. Yeah. Or just, like you said, just don't try to finish. Show a few highlights and say, wow, this match from the other night. I mean, they used to, when they did the house show loops, they would say, oh, this happened last night in New York and show like the Dudley boys like beating up Tommy Dreamer, but they never show like one. They show you two seconds of fighting going, oh, come to ECW Live because last night in New Jersey, it was a crazy match when, you know, Taz got his hands on Tajiri again. You'd see a couple of suplexes, but you'd never see you know, Taz tapping him out. It's just very bizarre. Yeah. And then top it off, obviously, we had Justin Incredible then celebrating one of the titles, so we know he rotated as well. Yeah. We didn't even know who's really, but yeah, so it's just, yeah. Um, little flash on the screen with the commentators being silent, tribute to Gordon Sully, I believe. Now, this was really weird because it's kind of like, you know, I can't remember exactly what they were talking about, but it's like, and, uh, you know, it really taken to, oh, I think it was um, the upcoming match. It was like, but, you know, this will be a bloody mess. And they both just kind of go silent and put their heads down. And then up flashes this Gordon Soli tribute. And you're kind of thinking there's, there's no comment to it. There's no understanding to it. There's no context to it. They obviously knew what they were cutting to. Because they've they've both bowed their heads. 
Yeah, no, I, I thought that. I didn't, I didn't understand. But it felt like they flicked a switch. Yeah, not massively. I didn't, I didn't really understand sort of what we were suddenly like seeing. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm having a sneezing fit. Bless you. Can tell. Thank you very much. Um, yes, yeah, so you we, might be we, becoming allergic to ECW. Yeah, I'm allergic to these riveting storylines. <laughs> so it's all had that. I mean, it had a three-way elimination match: Carino uh, versus Lynn versus Tajiri. Oh. What palaver! Um, I guess in again the, the story here is you've just seen this sort of whip prick, <laughs> but. There's no talk that this was earlier in the night that I picked up on. No. So it's very much just like we've just seen this this hot angle, as it were, but nothing to really sort of, you know, check out this kind of like hot, you know, it's just very much just almost forgotten and just like, boom, he's suddenly in a match. We've mentioned nothing that happened earlier on. Yeah. Yeah. Just... <laughs> Very bizarre. Yeah, so basically we get the match. Um, this is Carino's view is probably his, his toughest opponent. Obviously, Dusty's different kind of sort of kettle. But um, obviously, like, Lynn did the die. Tajiri beat the living shit out of him. So it's kind of like, does that... Um, main story is, you know, Carino does sort of gets the win. He takes the mist from Tajiri. He does get help from... Um, Scotty Anton, so he sneaks it, but he does technically get the the win back, I guess. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Um, it's it's it is as you said, you know, it's it's two people who have have absolutely beaten the shit out of uh, Carino up to this point. Um, so there's there's a logic to it. Um, yeah, it was it was it was fine. Yeah, basically, it just it it works. So Carino picked it up and he sort of goes on after the match. The network attacks Jerry Lynn like they do most weeks, and Dreamer makes the save. He does most weeks. Dreamer, who was teaming with Jerry Lynn last week, yeah, uh, but isn't around this happen. week because this week it was to Jerry in the match who. We already know he's off to something else. That's true. So we get um, we get that, and that leads up almost instant Tommy Dreamer versus um Scotty Anton, which full sort of like somewhat a throwaway TNN match. I thought this was an absolute war. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, they did. They. 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 They went for it, didn't they? Really. For it. And I thought this has got bigger history than people realise because I think Dreamer always said that he was meant to go to WCW and be part of the American Males with Buff Bagwell. But it sort of didn't happen. And obviously that's what Scotty Anton did. Yeah. So this is sort of a almost American Males explosion here. You stole my that career. Was, that, was, that was the story and the, the dream feud I wanted. Um, Dreamer picked up the win as well he should really. He's sort of in the, the higher bits and he needs to keep going on. He's in a weird placement again. He thought um, 
credible, never want to spoke to him, and now he's sort of not really involved in a lot. So this is the thing. I mean, neither of them really needs the win because neither of them are really doing anything now. Um, yeah. Scotty Anton's still the guy that, you know, fucked over RVD, even though RVD seems to be pretty much over it. Um, and Tommy Dream is the guy that lost after he got screwed by Justin Cribble and Francine, although Tommy Dreamer seems to be pretty much over it. So they're, they're both in this weird holding pattern together, um, which makes it difficult to kind of see what happens and where people go. Yeah. Yeah, no. I... But the match is good enough. It is. It then sort of goes to the back. Cyrus is fuming. Says the tag team tournament round one is going to be Sandman and Chili Willy versus Rhino and Justin Credible. Justin Credible is fuming. Says he wants no part of this tournament. He threw down the belts. He doesn't want it anymore. And Rhino sort of like gets in his face a little bit and him and Rhino have another little sort of spat almost. But um, it's, it's true. I mean, I don't understand what they're, they're, they're sort of saying, but it's it's ridiculous to even have just incredible, even slightly attached to a tag team tournament. Yes, 100%. Um, and and if he could hold both belts, then why did he not just do that? You know, he, 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 you know I mean? it's just, he um, got on with Lance Storm. Um, so it, it makes no sense that you've wasted all this time and then your answer is that, you know, just incredible and 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 Rhino, and again you're teasing a feud between Rhino and Just Incredible. Two hills, spicy champs. Why? Well, the, the problem is you're teasing a feud between these two, both champs, and the winner can't get the other belt because he can't hold two belts. And two huge heels. Yeah, two massive heels. But again, it's the, kind of weird the two biggest heels of the company. It is. You should. It's very much a shade of grey thing, isn't it? Where it's like they're so healy they don't even get along. You know, and it's just... Just yeah, don't. But... I mean, you've got, you've got a whole network, like with Cyrus. He has a whole stable. Like, why... Why can't it just be Carino and Rhino? Yeah, Anton and Rhino. Yeah. Anton would have made perfect sense. Um... And who are you expecting the for the fans to cheer for in an RVD versus uh, in in a Just Incredible versus um, Rhino feud? Great. Is is the guy that you know has, has treated everyone like a piece of shit the face, or is the guy that's treated everyone piece like a piece of shit and tried to kill the Sandman's wife the face? Yeah. Because this thing, neither of them are shades of grey. No. They are both absolute heel heat heels. You know, you don't deserve to see a title match, fuck you, I'm leaving. Isn't cool heel, that's heel. Come here, you bitch, I'm going to kill you. Isn't cool heel, that's heel. Yeah, they're basically like sort of they're complete full-on, like, dick heels, isn't it? Yes. But somehow... Which is fine when they're aligned, because 
they're both heels. Yeah. But when you're too, when you're teasing that they're going to have a feud, why? Yeah. No, it's um, it's just kind of so weird what they're they're yeah. doing with it all, and that's basically how they end the show. The big, big scoop that we're going to get a tag team title uh, tournament still. And Sabat and Chili Willie are in it. We and because the they've been a tag team different. for. Well, they've been in the it's same just, ring for it, about thirty uh, seconds. It's the level of disrespect to tag team to suddenly announce a tournament and then the only strong tag teams you really have are constantly jobbing out in singles competition to all your singles champions. Yeah, over the space of of a week you've jobbed, or two weeks, you've jobbed all of them. Everyone. Everyone who's in in theory been building and trying to semi-keep strong You've kind of just shown in singles they're all complete trash and they're jobbing out to everyone. Dorian, Roadkill, Nova. Cash. Like, cash, check in a minute. Everyone's just job, 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 job. And it's just sort of like, what are we doing here? Surely these guys should be beating up kind of complete nobodies and sort of like kind of promo saying they're going to be the next champions and the next team does the same thing. They're going to be the next champions. Or just have them in the tag. Yeah, just just keep them you know, trading wins off each other in the tag match. So it's anyone's game. Mm, very strange. Um, so Hardcore TV, episode 380, August 5th, 2000. Just incredible is making his way to the ring while Joey Styles talked about some of the matches that are coming up tonight. Show kicks with ECW World Heavyweight Champion, Just Incredible, defending his title against Chris Chetty. Um, Just Incredible wins this. Pretty straightforward. Chetty does look good, to be fair. He gets a lot of Offense in probably more than I expected him to get. Solid push, but again, should be thinking more. Taking titles. Um, yeah, credible picks up. Not a massive surprise. Kind of weird that you start off the night with a heavyweight title match because he kind of put it back in a situation where, just to let you know, RVD is the main event despite titles. Yeah, even, I mean... that's a dream match, so I guess you kind of, kind of warrant it, but still... A dream match with no build. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, again, I have the slight issue in the sense of should this be as competitive as it is? Um, but, you know, uh, you can't argue with, um, apart from the fact for all the reasons we've just said about it, it seeming to be against the sense of what you're trying to do with the tag teams um but yeah i mean obviously like you know he said like 22 years later it's kind of easy to go back and and book some of this so he wins at the next match is swinger and diamond versus um york and matthews um with this swinger and diamond pick up the win here but surely you, you you could benefit so much by a new team like york and matthews get an upset win and having sort of a commentary going, if this was a tag team tournament, you know, Diamond Swing would be eliminated kind of thing. Yeah, but do you know what would have made that strong? I, I completely agree. And the fact that York and Matthews, you've brought in with all this fanfare and they've now lost twice that we've seen. Trained by the Hardys, um, don't you know? I, I do know. Um, 
<laughs> but 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 do you know the the issue with worked if Swinger and Diamond had won more than one match between them? Yeah, and you know, as this amazing tag team and such a threat to the division because you know the blue t- chipper and the natural athlete and blah blah blah, they have no they have no commodity to them to pass. So that whole kind of, you know, holy shit, they've only just got here and they've beaten Swinging Diamond and if that was in the competition, no one cares. They've jumped to everyone. Yeah, it's just like... Uh, it, it didn't, I don't know. Obviously, I know they built it up. It's just done a lot of damage. I think they have. The tag team division. They have. And, and, and it being... And no reason for it to take so fucking long. It being so highly showcased over the last few months and still not being bothered to do anything with the tag titles. Um, when you get there's just no real just talk of dates, there's no manning. graphics, like nothing. No. Just, I know you don't expect like much, but they could just get in there. So, uh, yeah, swinging that pick up the win. Uh, backstage segment, Sinister Minister uh, with Mikey and Tajiri. He talks about the low IQ of the FBI. Everything they're doing wrong. He says that Tajiri can't speak English, but he does speak pain, and they will all get along, which was, is nice, simple enough. It's good for them to address an angle straight away for once and not wait for four weeks. Absolutely. A really simple so, promo, but you know, does it, and I feel that they're going to get along very well. Yeah. So, see, and it's kind of weird because um, obviously they're like, oh, what an unusual pairing. These two don't match. And all this, but I'm kind of sitting there thinking, yeah, I watched this like you know, 20 odd years ago. This is a totally natural pairing for me, and I've been excited, you know, waiting for them to get together. Yeah, and and you're not going to call out the, like the 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 Amish guy and the the sex addict. That's, <laughs> That's a natural combination, term. is it? Yeah. The the superhero and the Ricky Martin Eminem wannabe. Yeah, natural. Okay, good. Right. Sounds weird. Um, speaking of which, next up, Danny Doran and Roadkill versus Easy Money and Julio Fantastico. Yes. Not quite um, a Julio... yet. Yeah, I was going to say, who I believe went on to be CM Punk's partner in TNA when they were part of Raven's Nest. Mm. So there you go. Everyone's connected somehow. Um, Doran and Roadkill pick up the win in this one. Not a crazy match. I think it makes perfect sense. Doran and Roku are the bigger team and they need to keep momentum, especially after losing singles matches last week for the sake of it. need to keep the momentum going, going into the tag team tournaments because they need to be viewed as a heavy favourite, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they, they did get one of the last title shots, although they true. may not have been the number one contenders. It's still Nova and Chet, isn't it? It is, yes. Um, after a gang of bald men come running out and attacks Dorian and Roadkill, I think it must be some sort of gang. Um, yeah, you know, you know, the baldies came out basically, um, cleaned house and tried to send a message before the tag team tournament started to let them know if they're allowed chairs, they could be in trouble. So <laughs> you could see the baldies back on TV again, though, because again. They they were hot. They were calling in ransoms and doing all the taking the bounties out on people and 
beating the crap out of New Jack and they looked a threat and now they're sort of just swanning. Having to remind people they're still on the show. Yeah, and it's a shame because they, they, they're a decent. Uh, so, attacker, main event time, RBD versus Kid Cash. I would be excited for it. The fact I didn't just see majority of it on TNN. Um, no surprise, RBD wins. Is a great match. Um, probably worth checking out at some point if um, if you've never seen these two clash because they've got a sort of a similar enough style and um, yeah, no, fantastic, fantastic work, crazy, um, but decent. That was it. It was. It was. That's it. Um, what would you say your match of the week is? Um, trying to get your options here. I mean, so there's there are some really good options. Over um, Rhino? <laughs> look to banger. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, selfishly, I loved um, Guido and Whipwreck, partly yeah. because Whipwreck in a work shirt is is my favourite Whipwreck. Um, so I'm very excited that we've now got him got to that level. Um, uh, I thought the the Karino Tajiri and Jerry Lynn match was very very good. Um, I, I I'm resisting to say, and I think I'm being unfair. The best match was RVD and Kid Cash, yeah. and the only reason I'm not uh, that that wasn't my initial answer, and kind of the the mental maths I've had to do in my head with it, the Steiner maths I've had to do in my head with it, is my big issue is they took me out of the match me the outcome of it before they showed me the match. Um, so so I, I, I wasn't emotionally invested in the match because I knew where the ending was coming. I knew what the move was that finished. I knew that all the near falls were near falls. I knew exactly how this ended. Um, but technically, it was the best match on the card. So, I I think I'm going to have to go for that one, even though it wasn't probably the most enjoyable because they they spoilt it. Yep. Yeah, no, makes sense. Um. At underscore Spilts Arena is where you're going to find us on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you get involved in the conversation. Anything extreme you fancy, keep tagging us in there. Obviously, not necessarily to do with us, but loads of ECW stuff constantly going around. People like um, those zombie sailors doing bits, Jellas doing bits. There's loads of retro figure lines. There, there's so much cool ECW stuff sort of popping up all these years later. It's kind of mental just how... Um, decent it is to get involved in that in anything sort of extreme we love to always see it and talk about it all um, and I believe that's everything from me it, yes and and it's everything from me so just like RVD I'm going to have my match oh no um, just like RVD that was the whole fucking show 